I hit a chili dip. It was off the it was off the hosel. I mean, Cameron Davis is a joke. Mike, you got any yeah. takes on the e-golf pro tour? You already have iron <laughs> covers. You already look like a giant <laughs> pussy. <laughs> I don't care. I honestly don't give a shit. He could be six feet under at this point, whoever WD. I didn't watch a single bit of it, but I'm going to chirp at the Fairmont St. Andrews because of the name. Paul Tesori. Paul Tesori, friend of the pod. Neiman, friend of the pod. Friend of the pod. Yeah. Friend of the pod, Aunt Betsy. Terrell Haddon, are you kidding me? And there is a raccoon, no joke, like 20 feet away from (laughs) Florida. Say Florida, I'm hanging. No! You can't say Florida! I've never been so unprepared for a podcast. That's what I'm going to say. I'm Chris, also you've sick. had a long day, dude. I'm sick. I played golf today um, with the team. I lost my match. I'm not in a good mood. I have a runny nose. I've been sneezing. I've been coughing. That's it's what really the chili dip's here for, though. I mean, it's a day yeah. booster, right? It's a really this dark is, scene. This is let's, hope Cam, everything. let's hope Cam Davis isn't in the field. Oh, wait, he is. <laughs> Oh, he is. What is it? The Vivino Houston Open this week, or the Vivint Houston? Some some crazy name. Vivant. Yeah, the, the Vivant or Vivint, something. Like we're that. just we're calling it the Houston Open at an absolute dog track. No, no, this place looks sick. Yeah, I love this course already. It's a Muni. Thirty no, bucks to not. play. It is a Muni. Well, it is a Muni. It's thirty but bucks. I, I to thought play. you meant. But it doesn't play like a Muni. It looks sweet. Oh, yeah. Muni. And, and they're having a PGA Tour event there? That's so cool. Muni. Well, you know, I don't know what's my favorite part about this course already. Is the double-decker driving range. Yeah, that's kind of sick. Yeah, you can't, you can't hate on that. All right, let's get into our intro question here. What is golf's sexiest shot? There are a lot of options. There are a few. There are a few. Who wants to start? Off, sick boy? Yeah, sick boy. What did you just call me? Sick boy. Yeah, your eyes look like they're gonna pop out of their head. Yeah, I should be thrown in a in a leper cave right now. (laughs) (laughs) The sexiest shot in golf. There's only one answer, and it's a stinging, rising, driving iron off the tee, preferably a draw, and preferably into the wind. Because the into the wind is just gonna make it rise even more. Yeah, it's just sicker. That's kind of the Pasco special. You hit a lot of those. It is the Pasco special. Last year, you were hit on seven at Braeburn. Oh, my God. Every day, you'd hit that low bullet riser. Yeah, 30-yard hook, but that thing would just – and it would scoot out there forever. Yeah, that that was a sick shot. That is my favorite shot to hit. When someone does that, like, you're – it scares them. It scares them when you do that. Yeah, it's surprising. You're – you're like holy shit! Like I was not expecting that. Yeah, they they could have a funky swing, and you see the practice swing, and you're just like, oh god! Like this could go anywhere. And then they pull that off. They're like, they're a player. I saw Phil do that in the Deutsche Bank off the first hole. I thought he scolded it. I thought he scolded it off the <laughs> tee. It was like three feet off the ground, and then it shot up in the air. It was so sick. Have you ever seen that video where Phil? Where Phil, I think it's at the Scottish Open, he just hits that worm burn and it goes about 10 feet off the air. It yeah. runs like 120 yards. Yeah, I remember that. That was insane. Yeah, that's one of the greatest stingers of all time. You guys have the same answer or what? Nope, not even close. Totally I mean, different contact for me here. 
I'm going with the pure chunk. And what? I've been talking I've been talking Repeat. about this shot. The pure chunk. That's I've been so talking the sexiest shot. Is the sexiest shot, and I'll tell you why. That's I've, that's I've been hitting this shot. I've been hitting this <laughs> shot for years. I've been hitting it probably for a good four or five years, pretty consistently. The iron play gets a little rusty and you start hitting at half an inch behind the ball. And this shot comes out if if you got if you're a little steep on it and you hit a half an inch behind it, it comes out and goes the exact same distance as a pure shot. And you know what? It cuts through the wind because it has no spin. So I actually try to chunk it a little bit if it's into the wind because it usually comes out like a knuckleball. First of all, there is no such thing as a pure chunk. Yeah, there is. There's I, not. I, I, I have played it in the past. To all, no your to all the listeners out there, I wish you could have seen the absolute looks of disgust that myself and Chris had. We were just looking at Sean like, what is he saying? I knew you guys would give me shit about it, so I, I have another, There's another no such offering. Thing. Yeah. It's also there not is. a sexy shot. It is like, a it's sexy like, oh, shot. that guy just laid the sod over it. <laughs> over it. Yeah, I I have never seen you chunk one and just be, and turn to Chris and be like, dude, that was kind of sick. <laughs> I mean, it's because I do. I used to do it on almost every shot. Like I would just hit a little behind it. But I, and I have brought we never complimented shot. you about it. No, because it was just my normal shot. I mean, I never compliment just, you when you hit a you hit a shot good. Well, I mean, I definitely have a sexier ball fight than yours because I don't no. chunk them. I used to chunk them. I, I don't do it much anymore. The other one I brought to the table is the low spin bullet fade with the driver. And when I think of the shot, I immediately think of John Rom because that ball, yes. it just starts straight with no spin on a laser and then it just kind of falls out of the sky you know it's not it's not spinning right it just falls a little bit to the right yeah the faller is sick yeah and it bleeds a little bit i think that is the hardest shot to hit in golf i i really do i i haven't figured out how to do it to hit a low spin fade is super difficult and to hit one that's low is insanely hard to do so the, that's probably the, the hardest shot so to hit. difficult yeah that's the hardest shot to hit in golf and i think it's the coolest at the same yeah, because you still have to like kind of hit down on it, but then you can't put any spin on it. Yeah, it, it's, it's such a weird. It's tough. I don't know how he does it, to be honest. And it's really unique to him. He hits it on every single tee shot. It's unbelievably consistent. Mike, what's your take? Missing a four footer? <laughs> no, my. I think the sexiest shot in golf is you have a wedge around. A little inside 100 yards, you're playing to a back pin. You land it about 15 feet short or so, 15, 20 feet. It takes two bounces, and it just puts on the brakes and stops pin high. That, to me, is one of the most satisfying shots that you can hit. Wait, what? Little... Can you just say that again? I wasn't listening. <laughs> like a low wedge. One hop and stop in... wedge, pretty much. Oh, yeah, low wedge. Yeah. yeah. Low wedge low takes wedge. a huge first bounce, and then people think you scolded over the green. But then yeah. it just the second bounce or the third bounce, it grabs and then it looks insane. Yeah, you catch it on those like bottom three grooves. It just yeah. it just you barely take a divot and then it just takes three or four bounces and then it just <laughs> it's sick. Yeah, I I don't even know if that's 
Mike, I think you have a sexier shot than that. I remember a couple of years ago we were playing and I had this downhill live from just over the green and it was buried in the rough. And I could not figure out how to hit the shot. I was trying to hit a little flop shot to the short-sided flag stick. And you come over and you open the shit out of the blade of your wedge and you just chop it out. I've never seen a ball have so much spin out of the rough from like 10 feet away. You stopped it on a what, dime. What hole is this on? This was on five at Braeburn from behind the green. Oh, yeah. And I think it's because you have that really low bounce lob wedge. And it was like, and you on, could just, it was on the really steep slope. Yeah, you, you were just cutting right under it and it was buried. I had no idea how you did it. And it was one of the coolest shots I've ever seen. You also have the jankiest grind on a lob wedge I've ever seen. I just got a new lob wedge. I, it's only eight uh, degrees bounce now. Not the 14 oh, degrees. So, I am so happy for you. Yeah, well, yeah, I had the 14 because really I used dark. to chunk it. I used to chunk pure it. So 14 yeah. degrees of bounce is really, really dark. <laughs> but you yeah. couldn't even open up the face. Yeah, you can't open it up at all. It was a purely, it was like a square strike wedge. You just, you played it like <laughs> straight faced, you know? You should have gotten a chipper. I should have. I've been thinking about that for a while. Get like one of those uh, XE1 65 degree yeah, chipper wedges. The XE1 six. Yeah. Sick. Shout or out like XE1, that... friend of the pod. If you want to sponsor us, reach out. But, yeah. Or like that Cleveland wedge that you'd always see at Goldsmith. Like the actually, HB like, really launcher boot, like, wedge or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The H... Or maybe, yeah, those are like the hybrid wedges that they're coming out with now. Yeah, it's the same that's a disgrace. Yeah. Tough scene. Honorable mention for sexy golf shot is is the uh, greenside bunker shot that you skull a little bit, <laughs> but you catch it a little bit thin, but and it goes like it goes way deep, but then it rips back and yep. then you yeah. act like you were trying to do it. Yeah. I I I'm perfect at that. Sean can test. Yeah, yeah, you have a lot of those. Any other honorable mentions? I think another really good one. Because it's so hard to hit it straight, it always it always cuts. It's just a straight or maybe even a slight draw dryer off the deck. Where you absolutely yeah, fetch. I don't know if I've ever yeah. seen one before. DOTD. I always hit draws with my DOTDs. Do you? Yeah. Really? That's crazy impressive. I can't cut a driver off the deck. I can't. I don't think I've ever seen you hit it cut. Yeah, same. I hit cuts. The only time yeah, you hit cuts of... is when you hit blocky cuts and you do the, like the save it finish. I've started cutting oh. my driver. Or, really? No, you do the little Patrick Reed helicopter finish. Yeah. Not as bad. Reed, Actually, yeah. Reed is undefeated. Remember when you were doing that last summer and you were doing these outrageous heli finishes and it was kind of, so it was like a two-yard cut. Like, it would barely <laughs> cut it off. It was like an Arnold Palmer finish and it would just it would stay on a straight line. Yeah. It it's the only thing I can do to hit a cut. Yeah, for the listeners who don't know, Chris hits about a 15-yard draw with every, every time. drive, every single tee shot. It's, like, crazy consistent. So He's the country club Kenny Perry. Yeah. That's a pretty outrageous comparison. <laughs> Dude, I would take yeah, Kenny Perry's career if I were you. Yeah. All right. Should we talk Houston? You, Houston Open. Talk Houston. You guys talk Houston. I'm going to be right back. All right, so defending champion is Lonto Griffin, but the problem is he's not at the same course as at a, as it was last time. That was the old humble location. This is now at Memorial Park Golf Course. Look, it's the local meeting of Houston. Sean, are you excited? 
Yeah, dude, I'm excited to see what this course has to offer. It's a, it's a Tom Doak. I, I don't know if it was a redesign or if it was originally a Tom Doak. No, but... it was a redesign. So it was designed in like the 30s. I think it was it was a nine hole. It was next to a hospital, and then the hospital shut down. So I think they acquired that land, knocked that building down, and then built the next nine. And then now Doak redesigned it. It was a thirty-four million dollar. Yeah. So for the listeners at home, I have shoved a tampon up your nose, a piece of toilet paper (laughs) up my nose, so I don't sniffle. Because I know it's really annoying to hear the sniffle. It is. That's something I can't stand when I'm listening. So yeah, try to hold. This is this is a big sacrifice for the pod here. Let your nose drip if it has to. This is listen. No mouth breathing into your yeti. Chris already is kind of a loud breather too. Super loud breather. <laughs> oh God, you are a mouth breather. But, but yeah, so so this is a thirty-four million dollar renovation funded by the Astros Golf Foundation, and I must make a note of this: they could they could help renovate hundred munis in in the United States. They're still a bunch of cheating fucking scumbags. <laughs> I I agree, but it, it is cool to take it to a real muni like this place is $30 to play you know it's a real muni it's not Tory pines Tory pines is what 250 bucks to play i mean it'll i, sh- it'll, I should know this because i played this at the beginning it might be more it could be more year. but i mean but it's gonna burn a, a hole in your pocket yeah yeah this place but is you do sick. have to give an arm and a leg yeah so i'm super excited to see if this is something that the tour can sustain like if if they can do this every year, get one or two munis that you can go to, how cool would that be? You know, to go out and you know, if you're in the Houston area, you could show up and play this course for thirty bucks, and they played a PGA Tour event here, and you watched it on TV. Like that's super yeah, cool. Yeah, absolutely. That's awesome. I don't want to spend too much time on this course. I no, I don't know anything else about oh, the course besides no, that. No, so it was a doke. So it was a doke redesign. There was some consultation from Kepka, um, <laughs> which is like hilarious. Like why? I've never My thought Brooks, of Kepka yeah. as a guy that's interested in architecture at all. He's barely interested in the game of golf. But Doak spoke highly of Kepka. There's only like 20 bunkers out there. And Kepka says, you know, for tour players, bunkers are easy. They're predictable. We're rooting for balls to get into bunkers. So if you give us uneven, janky lies around the green, that's when we're going to struggle. That's yeah, cool. That's yeah, that's true. I, I like when, when architects consult pga tour players especially with these tpc courses which is what they usually do they'll usually consult a couple pga tour players and no i don't like that because remember when they had the centerline bunker at tpc boston and everybody bitched and moaned yeah but they got rid of it so they made they they ruined but they ruined that hole they ruined all the all the strategy from that what hole it's like uh 12 at tpc boston yeah yeah remember they were blasting it into uh 13 fairway yeah, JT was taking the most obscene lines. Yeah. But, you know, it's cool when they consult PGA Tour players because I think they actually give good input and they know what's going to work out there and they know what's not going to work. So I think they should do that a little bit more, especially when they know they're going to be playing tour events at these courses. And it's cool because you also have in the back of your mind that this course needs to also support 60,000 rounds a year, which this course is logging. Yeah, I mean, that's it's one impressive. of the busiest munis in America. What's the finish like? Uh, the finish is I have the scorecard. So finish is a par five, then a very short par four, 
and then about a 500-yard par 4. Wow, that's a great finish. Yeah, it's a Actually, really good finish. Two scoreable um, holes and then a ball buster to finish. Yeah, in 16, water just runs along the right. It's a slight dog leg, so you can cut off a little bit of the angle, try and bait it. A little, kind of think, uh, is it five at Bay Hill where you cut off the water? I, yeah, I think so. Yeah, that hole's a joke, um, though. Yeah, but it, it's a little... It's a little more subtle than that. And then there's a ravine guarding the green. So it's really, really cool. Big risk reward hole. I missed the old Houston open course. That course was sick. The only memorable hole was 18. Yeah. Yeah, but it was insane because that hole determined who played in the Masters the next week. And it was always a crazy witch fest. <laughs> well, 18 is going to determine. Oh, well. No, I take that back. No, it wasn't. Not because it of... wasn't determining the Masters the next week. Because isn't this event yeah, always in... Is this event always in November or is it in April? No, it's always the week before the Masters. Oh, okay. Yeah, not anymore though. Because remember, it it's was a, permanently it was a silly season. Yeah, it was permanently moved. It was a it was a quote unquote silly season event last year. But no, that's really bad. That's really bad. I mean, I I'm all for this new change. I think I think we need more of this. All right, should we get into a little uh, matchup action? We got some good ones, right? Um, hey, I want to shout out one player in the field, uh, Kyle Hogan. He's a, he's, uh, the one amateur in the field. He's a, he's a redshirt senior at Texas Tech. He's not even the, he's not even in the top five, but he won the Marido Invitational to get into the field this week. So, wow. Round of applause to him. Shout out Kyle Hogan. That's sweet. He's playing with a chip on his shoulder. Yeah, I know. Yeah, and, he, he's borderline and, on a revenge tour for his coach not putting him in the top five. He's playing in the PGA Tour event this week. That's a joke. And Texas Tech was at the Eastlake Cup. He wasn't there. Like, imagine imagine <laughs> getting a W and just saying, all right, back to the bench. Dude, imagine imagine he makes the cut this week. I mean, the coach is, has to put him in. You have to put so him I in. Pulled, so I pulled up a couple of his starts. He shot uh, 82 on the final day of stroke play at the Western and finished second to DFL at the USAM. Well, not DFL, though. Not DFL, that is yeah. true. Well, we're rooting but for it, Kyle Hogan this week. Yeah, I was about to say, it's cool to see, it's cool to see turnarounds like that. Kyle Sub? <laughs> oh, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Shout out <laughs> Tom, Tom Sub. Yeah, Tom. Tommy Sub? Oh, man. Tom, Tommy Sub's in the field this week. We should have done a matchup with Tom Sub. We're going right, to have do our matchup. Plenty of them. First Any matchup. Golfers? This is a marquee matchup. Actually, this is an easy pick. But Mike, Mike is, I think, going to be tapped here. Because, Mike, how's you've been it, hyping up Brooks. How's it tapped? He was a consultant on the fucking course. So Just, we have. The guy, the guy knows every inch. Yeah. Brooks is a good player for this tournament. Except when you realize who he's matched up against. Uh, oh, Mr. COVID himself? Yeah, DJ. Mr. World number one, who's playing out of his mind and will probably win the Masters if Bryson doesn't. He's hanging on to world number one by a thread. Bubba's winning the Masters. No. That's not we happening. We know that. We already knew that. That's not happening. But I'm, ta- I'm taking Brooks. You're taking Brooks, which is... Absolutely. I'm a huge Brooks guy, but he hasn't played. He hasn't played well. DJ took a little bit of time off, then he had the COVID thing, but it's he's not coming back rusty. It's DJ all the way. Chris, your face. 
I'm really struggling right now. It honestly but, looks like you got stuck in a really bad hot box situation. It you, just like look like it's, you just look like a tomato with a tampon up its nose. <laughs> yeah, you really, you like, you don't look good. It's kind of a dark. The thing is, this matchup board is super easy this week. Is it though? Are you taking DJ? Um, I'm taking DJ. Yeah, easy pick. Okay. All right, let's move on to the next matchup. Uh, it's the it's the team of the it's the battle of the strugglers. Uh, Frankie Molinari in his return to golf, hashtag return to golf, and uh, and Jay Spieth, the local boy. Mike, who you got Sean? here? It's a, it's like asking whether you'd rather get shot or stabbed. <laughs> um, Jesus. I mean, I think they I don't think either are going to make the cut. I'll take Spieth. This is an easy. He's actually been playing golf. Yeah, this so is actually Molinari. I actually read up on this last week because I was, I was wondering why he hadn't played. Like I, I hadn't seen him missing cuts. Nobody had been talking about it. Was it was virus concerns, right? It was partially virus concerns, but he also decided to move from London to California. So he's been wow. sorting out some stuff. You know, there's a lot of complications right now with moving. So he hasn't played. He actually played the Shriners and missed the cut, but he hasn't played basically since Arnold Palmer, since literally March. So we don't know what to expect at all from Molinari, and we also don't know what to expect with Spieth because he's all over the place. So Spieth, I'm taking Molinari. Yeah. I'm taking a flyer here. I think Molinari's soul died at Augusta. <laughs> yeah, it did. He was the best player in the world, and then he hit the shot in the water on twelve. And he instantly became a hack. Yeah, I was about to say. I think we should dig in the uh, in the in the lake uh, on fifteen and see if his dead spirits there. <laughs> I I think I think he got hot for that year. To be Dude, honest, how can you how can you fade Spieth? Imagine if Molinari. Comes what do you mean? How can I fade Spieth? He shoots seventy five one round every week. He's the hottest player in the world. That's the what worst take I've ever heard. All right, Spieth I, might win. The, I'm I, really rooting for Molinari then this week. If you're gonna do that, yeah, I might pick Speed to win. All right, do it. That's a waste of a pick to win. Yeah, you made a rod for your own back there, big guy. Speed might go back to back here. He he Houston could win. The a, he could win Augusta because he could. Show oh no, up and play uh, no, 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 Bubba's Bubba's winning. Bubba's winning. Speed could play lefty at Augusta, and he he'd have a chance. I mean, he, I knew that you're sick physically. I didn't know you were mentally too. I have no comment. <laughs> so you guys, you guys are in on, or Mike, you're in on Molinari. Uh, I will. Yeah, I'm gonna flip to Molinari. I think you're gonna flip. Yeah. Okay. Why? Because because Spieth's just such a fucking hacker. Right because now. and Molinari's gonna, gonna come out. He's gonna stripe it. He's gonna hit no, every shot. Spieth's gonna straight. make like seven birdies and a triple and a yep. double and make the cut. He'll squeak you know? in and make the cut. He will make the cut, but I think Molinari is going to make the cut too. I don't have much confidence in either guy. Molinari's a joke. I don't know. Speed's kind of finding it, but Molinari right. is playing out of his mind right but, now. Word on the street. He's flushing it. But, but we said that Speed's has been close to finding it for what, like a year and a half now? He's close. Yeah, he's been close for a while. But he's close. He's, he is close. He's in David Duvall territory. I'm sorry. All right. Who we got next? Ooh. Chris, Who you're going to like this next? matchup. 
It's Who your do boy. we have next? It's your boy, Cameron Davis. Taking on the defending champion, Lanto Griffin. Lanto. I'm taking Lanto. Surprise, surprise. I'm also taking yes. Lanto. All right, it's a wash. I'm taking Lanto as well. He's in really good form. He beats up. Cam Davis is such a joke. Everyone's beating Davis. Such a joke, dude. Yeah, because he hasn't played in six years. Poor Cam. And when he does, he barely makes the cut. He'll make the cut. You're like, oh, here's Cam Davis, and then he like he shoot like a 76 on the weekend. He'll end up coming like fourth from DFL who made the cut. Cam Davis is a joke. You could almost write him off. I might have to take Cam Davis then. That's borderline disrespectful. He didn't even play last week. Yeah, he hasn't What's played he in like three weeks. Because he can't get in he didn't get into the Zozo and the uh CJ. CJ. You're telling me yeah, did he get into Bermuda? He didn't dude, he's not gonna go down that low to play Bermuda. Down that low. Hey, don't disrespect he's, Bermuda. He's lucky to get into Bermuda. <laughs> Jeez, he would have been a he would have been a top ranked player in the Bermuda field. He would hey, make Sean, the cut in the Cyprian average? Open. His scoring <laughs> average is sixty eight point five since the restart. I'm taking I'm taking Cam Davis now. Fuck it. I'm taking Cam Davis over Lanto. Lanto's playing insane. He's playing out of his mind. He wouldn't make the cut at the Aphrodite Open in Cyprus and from the Wolves. You're the only one who has this who has this blood feud with him. Me and Sean are are fans of Cam Davis. I'll take Cam I Davis. Actually, I don't have a blood feud with Cam Davis. You've like roasted You've the heard poor guy first. every week. So what is it then? Describe your relationship, because I'm confused. Because you commit a drive-by, and then you drive I'm over. Not- <laughs> <laughs> I'm not in the mood to talk more Cam Davis. Every week we get into Cam Davis, and then I get tired of it, because it gives me a headache. Yeah. How about us, and how about everyone who's listening yeah, he's to you not- rant about it? He's not worth talking about. Move on. Move on. We're moving on. Tampon wielding man rambles oh, about the PGA Tour Pro. I do want to say Cam Davis is firmly inside the top five of Cam's on tour. So he's done that for himself. He's sitting number four of Cam. Right now he is. We have he's four. Yeah. Cam Smith, Cam Champ, Kamiko Davis. Yep. And or is it Kamiko Smith? Kamiko Smith and Cam Davis. Right now. Right now. And Cam Davis might move outside the top five this week. No, no. He makes the cut. He moves by Kamiko Smith. There'd For be, sure. That'd be sweet if there were two Cam Davises on tour. Yeah, I wish there was. So there would be at least one good Cam Davis on tour. Jesus oh my God. Christ. All right. Last matchup. All right. We have Lincoln to move versus on. Homa. Wait, Mike, who are you taking in that? I, are you taking the gold standard take- of mediocrity? No, I'm taking Lanto. Oh, he's on Lanto. I'm the only one on Davis. Keegan versus Homa last match. Oh, this is easy. Homa. You're a big Homa guy. I'm a big Homa guy, but I'm also a big Keegan guy, so I'm going to take Keegan. Uh, He's a New England guy. I don't know how good his game is right now, but I'm just going to take a flyer on him. You know, Homa's playing all right, not out of his mind. The twitchiest motherfucker on the PGA. Let me tell you something. Who, Keegan or Homa? Yeah. No, Keegan. Keegan's a god. Uh, Keegan's in my top ten favorite players on tour. Never forget when he tried to punch up Miguel on Jimenez. Yeah, I knew you were going to say that. (laughs) I feel like Keegan had a good reason. 
I, I mean, like, I'm sure he did. I would love to ask him about I it. I feel like there's a backstory there that we don't know about. You know, they got into it at some point before that, and that was just the spillage, you know? It's such a weird combination of players. Oh, yeah. With Keegan and Jimenez. It's so <laughs> Wait, weird. This is, this is such a rich topic to mine. Have, have, have either of you guys ever been in a fight on a golf course or close to one? Sean uh, and I were when he caddied for me in the State Am this year. Oh, God. Yeah. No, dude. That was insane. I, so, the I almost got into a fight at Franklin Park. I don't want to tell that story. I, Mike, I will tell you this. I actually work at a golf course in Colorado that had a fight at the golf course. <laughs> oh, God. That made it, it all over social media, and I was right there. Like, I was right behind the guy that filmed it. We were, like, 200 yards away, but it made it everywhere. It was all over every Instagram Call page. Call the you police. Could. Yeah. Wait, was, but you saw it live in person. Oh, I saw it live. I watched the whole thing. It was crazy. Oh, that's awesome. The cops came. They had to break it up. I mean, they were they were taking it to the parking lot. It was bad. Did they both get arrested? I don't think anyone ended up getting arrested, actually. Because it was just everyone was in on it. So, they, I mean, they can't just arrest everyone. <laughs> but it was just thinking of- definition dark scene. Like, I was trying oh, to get out of work. These guys, I mean, we ended up stay, staying an hour later because we had to sort all this shit out. It was a mess. Oh, my God. At least you got money for it. Yeah. I got an extra, you know, 12 bucks. I think, we, I think everybody's been pretty close to a fight on the golf course between us three. I think people are on edge right now, just oh, in general. True. Fights are, they're oh, no, mine was, easy to come by. Mine was back in high school. Oh really? High school match. Yeah. We almost got in a couple fights actually in high school. We had some crazy rivalries. Us and Brookline I, did not mix well. Yeah, I had to I had to call out a kid for so you know the fifth hole at Franklin Park where there's the fescue on the left and it's like drivable. Yeah, yeah. So two kids and I so myself and then this other kid we try to drive the green, we both pump it into the fescue. I take my five minutes and I'm just and I'm walking back to the tee. And so I take, you know, four iron and, you know, make my double and move on. And the kid, right as I'm about to putt for double, says, I found it. I'm like, no fucking way. No, you're going to go back to the tee. And this kid started crying. And I'm like, you walk back there right now. I had to bring the coaches in. It was an absolutely dark scene. This kid was really buttered. High school golf produces some crazy moments. It really does. You wouldn't think about it. Like, it's kind of a bootleg high school sport. But if you go to a competitive school and you play against some tough towns, you're going to yeah. get some good beef going. And was, Sean, you and say was, you were rivals with Brookline? Oh, yeah. We had that's a big, pretty dark. We had a big time. Yeah. I mean, that's been the thing. It's always been North Brookline. I mean, the best, especially the best part about the f- well, Let me just, can I say something now that we're talking about Brookline? <laughs> yeah. Oh, dear. Home of the most no, overrated no, no, no. golf course I've ever played. A little place called the Country Club. Oh my god! But to speak on about the fight scene, I'm like, dude, stop crying, move on, go back to the tee. I'm like, we're playing a fall sport right now, and we are limited daylight. So please, yeah. I want to get this round in. <laughs> we we're fighting darkness. Okay, where were we? We were at Keegan, Keegan? Keegan Jimenez. <laughs> That's we started talking about the Keegan Jimenez oh fight. And it was okay. not a fist fight, but we're... It was close. It was very close. Shawnee boy, are you on Keegan? 
I'm on Keegan. I'm on Homa. How how can you not be on Keegan? I'm fading Homa just for one week. Homa's. I'm not gonna say it. I don't want to have beef with Homa. No, you don't want to have no. beef with Homa. Homa's yeah, I was about guy. to have major beef with Homa. Homa's a great guy. Friend of the pod. You're in the, yeah, I was about to say, you, you have too many enemies on tour already. You know, yeah. Cam Davis, Catton. Dude. Fratelli. Mike and I only have <laughs> two enemies of the pod. You have like 15. For Mike and I, it's just Hatton and Reed. That's it. Yeah. You have an entire blacklist. Yeah. You got guys you got to watch out for. You got to watch your back. I yeah. saw this great meme yesterday that said some people hate Biden, some people hate Trump, but everybody hates Patrick Reed. Yeah, that was good. <laughs> that, that is true. That is good. All right. Uh, well, that's matchups. And so, looking forward to Houston. It should be a good one. All point. right. Let's do back so, ass words. Well, first, who's winning? Who's yeah, let's, winning what? Let's do picks to win. Houston. Picks to win. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's a very important question. I'm all over DJ be- right now. I'm all over him. I think he could win the Masters next week. I'm riding him. He's the number one player in the world. Chris, if I take speed, if I take speed, will you give me two to one? Yeah, I'll pay. I'll, get, I, I'll give. I'll give you. I'll give you four to one for fuck's sake. <laughs> I'll give you three to one. I'll give you three to one. So I get fifteen matchup points. Fifteen. Ma- if, Actually, no, that would end the season. No, it wouldn't. I mean, oh, we, yeah, Mike no. and I are going to have to get crazy hot. All right. Well, if you don't give that to me, I'm going to take DJ. All right. I'll give you 15. Yeah, fine. I, there's yeah, just no way Speed wins. Yeah. And if he wins, there's no way he wins Augusta next week. So you almost don't want him to win. Why? I don't want him to win Augusta next week. Besides Bubba, you wouldn't want Speed to win? I would love to see Speed. Oh, my God. That would be the no. coolest return. That would be electric. I'd love, I'd love to see him win, but there's no. I have no conflict of interest. No, I'm saying, though, if he wins this week, he's expending all of his energy. There's no way he wins two times in a row after a three-year drought. So he's not winning next week if he wins this week. Brendan Todd, won twice in a, Brendan Todd won twice in a row on like a 20-year drought. Yeah, well, Brendan <laughs> Todd is playing out of his mind to this day. Spieth yeah, is still struggling. Is Brendan Todd elite? Brendan Todd's elite. He's sneaky elite. Mike, who do you have for pick to win? I honestly kind of like Lanto. He beats up the fall. I think he could defend his title. Wait a second. You faded Lanto, Mike. I didn't fade Lanto. Yeah, you did. Did I fade Lanto? Yeah. Oh, no, no. No, no, no. You didn't. It was him versus. Yeah. Oh, I faded Lanto. Yeah, you faded Lanto. I versus the unmentionable. I I honestly kind of like Lanto's chances. He's red hot right now, too. Yeah, he's playing insane. Yeah. Friend of the pod, too. I love Lanto. I think he's fun to watch player. Back asswards. Sean, can you explain it? Yeah. So back asswards, each guy drafts one player from the other for the other two guys. And we already have a bunch of guys that are off the table that we've taken so far this season. So it's getting down to limited numbers, but there's still a lot of guys we can pick. And basically, you want the other guys to make as little money as possible. And... You have no control over who's on your team. You can only control who the other guys get. So Mr. Forsberg said a big week last week. Yeah. By the way, I picked Brian Gay for Chris last week, who had missed five cuts in a row, nine out of his last 11, and he wins the goddamn tournament. So anything could happen in this game. Brian <laughs> Gay, baby. Despite him going through a midlife crisis, he won. <laughs> 
That's pretty impressive, honestly. He's got a lot on his mind. Yeah. He's thinking about the next sports car he can buy, which ridiculous hat he can wear, and he goes out and wins a golf tournament. Yeah. Which which vertebrae is going to need fused? Yeah. All right, Mike. You got to. Uh, you Mike, got first pick here. It's you, right? Yeah. First pick, I'm going to give to Chris, and I'm going to give you this guy because I had no clue that he was still on tour. I haven't heard this name in years. I'm going to give you John Huck. Dude, John Huck's sick. <laughs> I hate to break the news to you. His swing is kind of like the original Sungjae. It was really slow backswing. So I got next pick. I'm going to give Michael Kim to Mike. Ooh. Team Mike this week. Yeah, always got Did you just pick him because his name was Mike? No, I also picked him because he has the worst odds in the field. Wait, does who is it? Michael Kim. What's Michael Kim. He won his John Deere. Does he have here. his car? Does he have his car? Oh, yeah, he yeah. plays every week. Yeah. Well, he might really. have he might have like kind of limited status, but he's playing in all these normal events. Mm-hmm. All right, Mike Kim on the board. Okay. Now I gotta board. say, I'm pretty happy to have Johnsa. Wait, who are, you, who are you picking? Um, I'm gonna pick. Which one of you needs a bump here, Mike? You need a little bump. Yeah, Mike's struggling right now. Mike's yeah, about five hundred thousand dollars behind Chris in the season uh, season race. I'm what like. 200 behind 200,000 maybe 300 you're like three yeah yeah um mike i'm gonna give you cam davis no i'm not gonna give you cam davis <laughs> i I'm can't wait till the day i i really wait until the day you take so I'll take, I'll yeah take you're, cam you're davis scared you're scared to take cam davis you won't do it i nope. really want to take cam you won't do it you yeah. won't pussy you can't back I'm out a- now you already put it on the table yeah no so mike i'm gonna give you fabian gomez gomi Gomi. <laughs> Bad Gomez. Okay. Uh, so, Sean, I'm picking for you. Yes, I'm sir. going to give you Satoshi Kodaira. Wow. Kodai God. Yeah. <laughs> Kodai God. I, I mean, he won Town, and I've just not heard from him since. Yeah, he's kind of been off the map. Um, speaking of guys who have had success and really haven't done shit since, Kelly Kraft. Won the USAM. And I'm going to give him to Chris. He really hasn't done anything. That's, no, that's insane, dude. You're giving me KK? Yeah. I'm giving you KK. I actually... Giving me... I thought he was going to be really good when he came out. He had a good couple, first couple dude, years. Dude, he contended in the in the US Open at Bethpage. I met at the PGA at Bethpage. Yeah, and hasn't done anything since then. <laughs> so, he's a good player, but he's just your average middling... Kakers. Yeah, you actually, Mike, you brought him up last week. We were talking about Doc Redman and USAM winners that ended up not really doing anything, and you brought up Kelly Kraft. So. Well, he's the perfect example. He is. But, you know, he's, he's had a better career than a lot of USAM winners on the PGA Tour. Oh, for sure. It's a very inoffensive career. I mean, I think everybody would be happy to have Kelly Kraft, Kelly Kraft's career. Yeah, yeah. I mean... He sure. won the USA. He's probably won. He's won a couple million dollars for sure. Oh, without probably t- five, five, six million if I had to guess. Good friend. The lights are on in that household. Yeah. Who's got my? Uh... You got last pick, Chris. Yeah. Oh yeah, and it's going to you, Sean. God, you're out good. to lunch. I have to change my nose swab pretty soon here. <laughs> <laughs> so, 
Um, Mike, I'm gonna give you a uh, Seth African. It's me. Actually. No, you already gave it. You're giving. You're giving the South. I African meant Sean. 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 Yeah. yeah, Sean. That's what I said. That's what I said. I love the South Africans. Yeah. You already know who it is. Hot Charles. Is it Van Royen? Nope. It's Rory Sabatini. Wow, oh! Sabatini. I, actually, no, he's, he's a, the only one I hate. He's Slovakian. Yeah, he's Slovakian. He doesn't count. Sabat- I don't like Sabatini. He's no actually one, one of Sabatini. he's one of the three guys I don't like on the PGA Tour. It's him, Listen, Hatton, and Reed. Listen, changing your nationality just to be in the Olympics is fucking sweet. No, it's not. You, it's it's manipulative. It's scummy, but it's hilarious. It's so scummy. So be- it's and I've also so funny though. Word on the street, he's not the best guy in the world. So, Sean, who did you say was your only list of hated players? Reed, Hatton, Sabatini. I might be forgetting if, one. Wait, you don't you don't hate Stuart Appleby? No, I don't hate Stuart Appleby. I kind of like Stuart Appleby. You're joking. He's a good interview. He called his caddy a fat fuck in the middle of the round and fired him. <laughs> it's kind of hilarious. <laughs> That's kind of funny. It's kind of electric. <laughs> I don't know enough it's, about Stuart Appleby besides that to shit on him. Add Appleby to enemies of the pod there. That's yeah, to so your blacklist. Good. Now you have now you have 20 guys on your blacklist. We got to go through the blacklist one episode. We should do a blacklist of PGA Tour players. Oh, my God. Mine will be three players long. Yours will be 25. The whole tour. Yeah, you'll find uh, a reason to hate everyone. Give me a break. I love most of the tour players. No, you don't. Tiger's on the blacklist. What? Yeah, Tiger is on the blacklist. You could change your mind any day. I would take a bullet for Tiger. That's outrageous. That's that's going a bit far. Yeah. I don't know if I can trust you there. Should we we move into the the next segment here? Oh, God. I got to say one thing about Sabatini. Marty has a blood feud with him. Does he really? Marty? Yeah. Dad Michael's dad. Sabatini. Your dad? I want to make sure it's clear for, for the listeners. No one knows who Marty is. Yeah, that's true. That's Pasco's dad. Next right. segment. Pasco's, Pasco's dad, infamous for standing over a six <laughs> oh meaning, a meaningless six-footer on like a fall <laughs> afternoon for legitimately 45 seconds. Mike sent us the video. It, it was it, really bad. One of the hardest things to watch I've ever seen. <laughs> and he made the putt, right? Oh, he walked it in. Wow. That's pretty special. <laughs> That's battling insane. demons right there. That's conquering <laughs> demons. Yeah, I know. He he should call up uh, Greg Carton. Yeah. Shout out Greg Carton, friend of the pod. Uh, yeah, look out look out for that. All right. All right. So next segment is the Eurozone, right? Mike, we've got the second half of the Cypress swing this week. You're now entering the Eurozone. Hosted by self-proclaimed resident Euro Tour specialist Pasco. Oh my God, I have a lot to say about this. So, guys, do you, are you aware of the format this week? Mike, you've been hyping this up yeah, all day, I and we didn't wait. check what the format was. If it's if you say like Stableford, I'm gonna no, be no, pretty no. disappointed because oh no, it's even worse. It is even worse. So, it's the Aphrodite Hills Cypress Showdown. So, yes, we're playing on the same exact course as last week. Oh, really? <laughs> I didn't yeah. know that. That's I thought they had at least two <laughs> golf courses there. Nope, it is bootleg. That's really so, dark. All right. So, let's get into the format. Buckle up. 
So this is, I I really can't imagine what's coming. Yeah, yet. I oh mean, I'm so expecting start, like, they have to play lefty or play with hickories. Like I really don't know what what you're gonna tell us here. Hickories would be sweet. So it it starts off with 105 players, and they're gonna play two days of stroke play, and then the field is cut down to 36 in ties, and ties. The <laughs> scores are reset. <laughs> they're reset. What? They're reset. Everybody's back to even par. And so then, if you make the cut by by a, a shot, or you go twenty under in the first two days, <laughs> that's the biggest gets, joke I've ever heard. It gets even better, I promise you. So then, all thirty-two ties <laughs> play another day of stroke play, and then the top sixteen in ties make it to Sunday, and the scores are reset again. No, <laughs> no, that is criminal. You could be leading for you could be going wire to wire those first two days, and you might not be playing Sunday. That's so bad. I but you're guaranteed a 16 way tie for the lead going into Sunday. It is, a <laughs> which is kind of sick, actually. It's kind of sick. Who came up with this? It's kind of a sick. Format, I didn't even dude. think about that. Yeah, you're gonna. It's have gonna a be crazy fireworks, dude. There's yeah. God. But but that is outrageous, Mike. That is so like you could play the best golf in the field and not make the final day. And I thought the handicap tour championship was bad enough. No, handicap tour championship's sick. All right, did that live up to your expectations? The handicap tour championship is the biggest joke I've ever seen. No, it's sick. That's a discussion. This is better than Stableford, though. Yeah, it is. Oh, I think it's worse than Stableford because Stableford's like real scoring, like it's real golf. But this is crazy. Like it's so no, funny. I like this. I like this format. It'll produce it's good so content funny. though. Yeah, Mike, who do you like this week? I couldn't tell you. I just want to see the cut. It's just everybody roasting this. Yeah, <laughs> I don't even check the field. Mike, can you name three players in this field? Uh, I couldn't even. I'm I'm gonna presume Callum Shanklin's in the field because he won last week. Um, <laughs> That's a safe bet. Yeah, he he to to <laughs> I could not tell you three players in the field this Do week. Do you think Aaron Rye is in the field? I hope not. Mike, you're supposed to be a resident specialist. Mike, what are the chances that you watch zero minutes of coverage again? Saw a ninety nine percent. Oh, I'm <laughs> definitely watching this, dude. I'm gonna watch. Oh, for sure. They, this is a yeah, brilliant I marketing actually, scheme. Yeah, no, I'll actually have to watch, you know, just because this format is too batshit not to watch. I'm only watching Sunday, though, because the first three days literally don't matter at all. It just determines who gets in. But it doesn't determine who has the lead or anything. Like, it it doesn't set up anything. So I'm just watching the final day. The final day will be cool. Final day will be fun. Chris, you look like a... (laughs) Like someone from a scary movie... That has their hair over their face. You look like Chris Angel. So let me describe to you what's happening. My head, I'm wearing a hat backwards and my headphones are over my hat and a piece of my hair, because I've grown out my hair pretty long, piece of my hair is dipped through the hole in the hat and has crested down over my nose and it's now a thin little shred. You look like you listen to so much My Chemical Romance. It's not even Yeah. That's <laughs> <laughs> oh, good. All right. Masters draft. It's that time of year. One week to the Masters. 
And just a reminder for listeners, we are drafting players outside the top 30 in the world rankings at the time of the episode. And you're building your own team, and whoever wins the most combined money wins the Masters draft. So we've got some big teams already. I think we have like what eight, ten guys a team. It's it's a lot of guys. I think it's probably eight. And yeah, the pool pick from is pretty shallow. It is pretty shallow now. It's getting dark. So we've actually only got like three picks left. We'll have today. I do want to say and Wednesday. We were supposed to have a special guest on today's pod. He couldn't make it. So we're gonna do next week, and we're gonna do we're gonna have him for our Masters podcast. So which will be great. That'll be fun. Yeah, that'll be fun. So is first pick Mike? My first, yeah, I'm the first pick. So no, so, no, 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 yeah, no, no. It re- it yeah, reverses. It, it reverses. No, you had first pick last week. You picked Tiger. It's Mike's pick. Yeah. You're last. Thank you. Yeah. This is this is fraudulent. Borderline is, collusion, but you're last. You're you're, you're knocking me to the last because you know I have the most stacked team. No, because you picked no. first last week and you picked Tiger. It's because you're sick and it's a, and it's the survival of the fittest. Okay, let's let's just go through what are the combined green jackets on each of our teams because I have ten. I think I have zero. I think I have zero. No, two. You have does speed. that matter? I don't have speed, do I? Yeah, you do. Oh, I do you have speed, dude. You don't even oh. know your master's team. I do. I knew I had speed. Speed might as well have ten green jackets. I mean, it feels like he's won a million of these things. So should we go through the teams real quick? Sure, run run them through real quick. We'll run them through. So. So far, I have drafted in order Kevin Kisner, Sergio, Bubba, who's going to win, Jason Day, Ricky, Rafa Cabrera-Bello, Danny Willett, and the GOAT. Danny Willett's a cop-out. That doesn't count as a green jacket for your team. Dude, of course it counts. And not only that, but Ricky counts as a green jacket. Nope. Jason Day counts what? as a green jacket. Nope. <laughs> this is what I'm saying. You, I mean, you just take guys at will. You, you just say they've won. I mean, it's such an outrageous thing to say. Jason Day hasn't come close at a Masters in the last couple of years. Ricky is playing the worst golf of his career. So no, he's not. Yeah, he is. Yeah, he, is. he lost seven no, and a half he, strokes approach at the Shriners he, in two he days. Almost, he almost won at TPC Harding. What? Yeah, that was like uh, three, four months ago, Chris. Okay. And he didn't almost win. He he did. He finished like four shots back at least. Yeah, I was about to say, if he's in the field, he's almost won in Chris's mind. Yeah. Is he even in the field, by the way? For the, the Masters? Masters? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. He finished, did he finish top 10 last year? I don't know, but it's not gotten that dark yet. No, it, but it could get dark for Ricky. Ricky? Yeah. I thought we were talking about Jason Day. Oh, Day's, de- uh, oh, what? Yeah, Day's in the field. Yeah, Day's, Day's definitely in the field. In the field Who are you dude? talking about? Dude, what? I'm talking about Day. You guys have been talking about Ricky this whole time? Yeah, we're talking about Ricky. Yeah. No, 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 no. I'm talking about Day. Oh, Day, yeah. Oh, Day yeah, played ball at the PGA. I was going to yeah, say. Yeah, he was playing really good golf. Yeah, he hasn't really done much since then, but yeah. <coughs> yeah. Okay, let's go. keep going through the teams. Mike, you've drafted Harris English, Victor Perez, worst pick of all time, Joaquin <laughs> Neiman, Cam Smith, Ian Poulter, Corey Connors, Max Homa, and Lee Westwood. Mike, do you notice for your teams, you have to say the full name of the player because that's how bootleg they are? Whereas my <laughs> team, you could just say their first name and everyone knows who it is. Oh, yeah. Everyone knows who you're talking about when you say Danny. Yeah. 
Yeah, who else would it be? Or Jason. No one I mean, No one refers to those guys. There's as... only one good Jason. There's only one good Danny. There's only one good Rafa. There's only one good Ricky. There's only one good Bubba. There's only one good Kevin. There's only one good Sergio. There's I mean, no one else is going to be named Bubba or Bubba Rafa. I mean, like, these are outrageous. Rafa Nadal. <laughs> the, yeah, the closest Rafa you have is Nadal. Chris, you kind of look like Rafa Nadal right now. Did we? Did you That's guys see Rafa compliment. Nadal's golf swing that the That's European sick. Tour posted today? Literally looks like a backhand. It's just his backhand. It's the weirdest golf swing I've ever seen. Easily. But he's a scratch golfer. Vanity yeah, yeah, yeah. scratch. He's probably like a six. Okay, it's Sean. A, it's a vanity handicap. Let me reveal your team here. You've drafted... Should I just go first names? No, we can't do that with your team. You've got Matt Kuchar, Scotty Scheffler, Burt Wiesberger, Kevin Na, Jordan Spieth, Lanto Griffin, Cam Champ, and Brendan Todd. That's the team that's going to win it all. So Brendan Todd is elite. Brendan Todd is elite. Spieth has won here six times. Kuchar almost wins every year. Spieth won six? Spieth has won six green jackets, according to sources. Really? Because you can't just count green jackets for players that have come close. Oh, really? My check. Really? Huh. That's convenient, I guess, for you then, right? <laughs> all right, Mike, you got first pick. Who are you taking? Oh, my God. There was one that I was looking at, and then it was just read off on your team. So now I'm kind of screwed. Really. <laughs> yeah, because my team's sick. I've There's all- only and, and then, one good player left. And then I and then I read the field again, and then I then I was looking for another guy. I'm like, oh, he'd be good. Not in the field. So I'm oh, really yeah. screwed. The field is crazy this year. There's some guys you would think, like Daniel Berger, Ryan Palmer, that just aren't in the tournament. Victor Hovland. That's the Hovland's not in the turn. I mean, it's a joke. It's because uh, no, the field got cut th- off from... There's only one good player left. All right. We'll I really take do not know who I'm going to... You want me to just take someone? No, no, no. I got it. Let um, me go. I'll go. I'm going to take Henrik Stenson. Jesus. Henrik just WD'd in Bermuda. Dude. I know. That's Is Stenson outside... Whoa, is T- Stenson outside the top 30? Oh, yeah. 54. Like, yeah, he's way down there. 54. That's a really That's... ballsy pick. I know. I feel like Stenson no, doesn't play well. he plays well. He does. He plays he does. okay at Augusta. But yeah, he he's, does play well at Augusta. he's hurt right now. So, yeah. so is Brendan Todd. Tough scene. Brendan Todd's going to get over his broken toe. Shout out Brendan Todd, broken toe. Although, <laughs> <laughs> I thought Lee Westwood had the broken toe last week. No. I think Lee Westwood has a broken back. <laughs> the way he swings right back. now, yeah. <laughs> Oh my god. I'll tell you who doesn't have a broken anything, and that is Sebastian Munoz. I'm taking Oh, that's a good pick. He's playing good that's golf really right good. now. Contended uh at the Zozo at Sherwood, so he's a good player. I'm gonna take him off the board. I think he'll make the cut. He'll make some money. He flushes it too. Does flush it. Chris, even you'd have to admit that's a good pick at this point. That is a good pick. I will admit that. I'll give credit where it's due. Will you though? I've you guys didn't pick Though, actually, I didn't think about Munoz. That was actually a really good pick. Yeah, neither did I. But there's only one good player left, and it's actually... Wait, I might change. (laughs) Oh, my God, dude. This is such a tough scene. You're just fabricating your pick right now. I mean, you're you're building up whoever you're going to pick. I'm taking Matt Wallace. Dude, Matt Wallace shot 82 last year. I'm taking Matt Wallace. He is the par three curse. You want to know what offends me about this pick? 
is that if I picked him, you would have ragged on me. Yeah, that's a really dark pick. I had him at like eight on my depth chart. Yeah, that's... so I'm gonna so I'm gonna return the favor. Chris, what the fuck was that pick? Yeah, that was that was bad. This has been my first questionable pick. And I'm a big Mike Wallace fan, but that's a tough <laughs> that's a tough scene. My team's uh, still stacked. Now it's oh god. Alright, that's that's the draft, right? And that's that's that pretty much it. Looking forward to All Houston right. this week. Looking forward to the showdown in Cyprus. Should be a sick. I forgot to mention this on I forgot to mention this on Sunday. Uh, happy belated birthday, 85th birthday to golf's uh, resident crazy person, Gary Player. Shout out, Mr. Player. He's really bringing some life to the game, and you love to see it. Unofficial poster boy for early onset dementia. I hit a chili dip. It was off the it was off the hosel. I mean Cameron Davis is a joke. Mike, you got any yeah. takes on the e-golf pro tour? You already have iron covers. You already look like a giant <laughs> pussy. I don't care. I honestly don't give a shit. He could be six feet under at this point, whoever WD. I didn't watch a single <clears throat> bit of it, but I'm gonna chirp at the Fairmont St. Andrews because of the name. Yeah, Paul Tesori. Paul Tesori, friend of the pod. Neiman, friend of the pod. Friend of the pod. Yeah. Friend so, of the pod on Betsy. Terrell Haddon, are you kidding me? And there's a raccoon, no joke, like 20 feet away. From <laughs> Florida. Say Florida, I'm hanging. Florida. No! You can't yeah. say Florida! <laughs>